Patrick, we're back. Can you believe it? we're back. It's March. We're heading into April before you know it. I mean... It was a gorgeous weekend, warm. Gorgeous weekend there in D.C. I mean, I gotta tell you, it's 72 degrees all the time yeah. out here in L.A., I, so... I don't want to hear it. <laughs> I don't miss... People... It's the, only, it's the only redeeming quality of L.A. Oh, my husband says all the time, he's like, I know why people pay the sunshine tax. Like, he's like, I know why people yeah. in Los Angeles put up with Los Angeles. It's it, so Cal- Southern California, it's unbelievable. I mean, every yeah. day, blue skies, you're like, oh. Has there, been a, has there been a lot of fog or not? No, it's been like really clear. Um, and I'm assuming it's because of the winds. There's been a lot of um, windy uh, days. A Santa so- Ana winds? No, I don't. I just made that up. I think it, I think some of them are or something. I don't even know what that means or whatever, but uh, I don't it keeps it really clear. So anyway, look, what is going on with you in, in the Patrick verse, as I like to say, because really it revolves around Patrick Paolini. So the Crazy. Patrick verse. It's, you know, in the last week, I played two rounds of golf over the weekend. It was, okay. it was awesome. Um, no, you know, it was, it now was how are uh, you how are you doing on your body weight? It's hard for me to see because you're kind of in the shadows. Okay. Oh. The, oh, now you're in the light. Now you look thin. What's going yeah, on with yeah. your uh... you know the it's called the uh roller coaster effect. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It's but... called it's called reset Monday. Okay. Uh, no, listen, I do well until Thursday. And then it's a shit show. That's you pretty know, I good. Try. <sighs> you know. That's pretty good. Yeah, you know, I my my dream of uh, you know dropping two suit sizes for my daughter's wedding in May is probably not going to happen. Um, I just don't want to look like a fat slob, so I'm trying to at least you know, you know. I don't think you ever look like that. I think you'd have to go in the opposite direction for quite a while. I I know. Um, by the way, trying how's... to determine though, I am so, from a from a grooming standpoint. Uh, I'm trying to determine beard length for wedding. That's my new, uh, so I've, I've shaved it a little bit. I let it grow a little bit. I got to find a happy medium. Well, what does your daughter say? What does Kristen say? Kristen and my daughter say a little longer um, at the bottom part of the beard than it currently is right now. And you should be fine. So I think that's what I'm doing. Okay. Do. Well, then it sounds like you have a Yeah, because ultimately it really wasn't my choice. You're right. Um, <laughs> Um, I, I don't think you really have a say in, in how you're going to look that day, you know? No. Um, by the way, I'm sure the wedding is probably all planned out, right? At this point, it's May. It's coming it's, up. It, it's getting there. Yeah. I mean, oh yeah. I mean, in terms of yes, planned, uh, yeah, there's still things to do, but, um, I got to get a suit. I, I've, I've been delaying it for the uh, the sizing, and I guess I just got to go now. And what is is what's the dress code? Is it is it really formal? Is it like it's um, it's not black tie? Okay, but it's it's for you know suits and you know sport coat with ties and yeah, but not they didn't want black tie, which, okay. which is great. Yeah. yeah, makes it a little bit. I think everybody appreciates that. You know, black tie. I mean, listen, hard. I, you like, know, I hope people don't show up in jean shorts. You know what I mean? They won't. They won't. No, they won't. <laughs> oh, there'll always be some moments, but that's that's exciting. You guys are like really countdown. May. Yeah, we're getting there. Uh, yeah. You know, two months and uh, two weeks exactly. 
I love it. Oh my God, you got to take tons of pictures. I hope you will put them up in your Instagram because I want to see all the details. I bet it will be beautiful. Well, there's, you know, there's rules. I can't post anything until she posts. Hopefully, okay. hopefully she's going to have these little signs or cards or we're making an announcement that please let me post first or let, let somebody like the photographer post something first, one shot first, and then then go for it. Yep. Yeah. It's like you're walking down the aisle and then people are taking the pictures and it's up on their Instagram in two seconds and it's like a shitty picture. Yeah. Right? And it's like, <laughs> you know, I spent all this money. Yeah. Don't be that ass. <laughs> don't be that. And you guys have a lot of people coming, right? It's like 300, isn't it? No, my, no. Oh, two. Okay. Was it? I, thought, I don't, I thought I don't make like your kind of money. <laughs> yeah. Right. I'm no, trying to keep no, up with it's you. Only one, 170 range. Oh, that's good. Okay. Okay. Yeah, great. Yeah, yeah. Great. Yeah. And the venue, can, the venue can hold only max 200. So, yep. you know, so we had, you know, our A list and then, you know, yeah, and you have your B B's. Yep. Yep. A few B's have made it to it. Now they don't know they're an A or were a B. I mean, they don't know they were ever a B. Yeah. You know, uh, you know, there's that, you know, actually the invitations go out this week. So mm. if we're going to make any final moves, you know, there's no C list. This is it. This is it. They'll all come. People it. love to come to weddings. I spe- and I feel like especially now, you know, yeah, we're I after think the there's pandemic. a few people who might have some, you know, kid graduation issues. Oh. Um, you know, I guess they have to go to their kids' graduation. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Although that's questionable. But. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, where do you want to start? Gosh, we had tons to do. You've been tweeting about a variety of things this week. So a lot to talk about. Yeah, there's, I mean, this obviously the main story still in the news. Day 13, Ukraine uh, being invaded by Russia. It just continues to be, you know, a difficult situation for the Ukrainians. Um, I think it seems like the coalition of countries against Russia has is holding the sanctions. I don't know to what degree they're working or not working. Well, um, if you if you listen to the Biden administration, it sounds like they are working. And now it's even on the table about oil. So and I'm curious. And of well, course, no, OK, when you say on the table, okay. everyone was calling for it for a week. Joe Manchin called it for uh, last Monday, the day before the State of the Union. And um, uh, and finally, he you know, he's going to looks like he's doing a speech today in a few hours. Uh, and he's going to say that they're going to stop uh, importing Russian oil. He's been so hesitant, you know, um, to open up the American oil. Now, now look, there, there's there's a lot. So, you know, the, the White House's position is that there are enough oil leases, 9,000, they keep saying, that are being unused by the oil companies. Fire them up. However, at the same time, you know, I think they could increase production of the current, which I believe there's some restrictions on. Um, and then, you know, he's trying to get Saudi Arabia to give more oil. Venezuela, who Maduro is a Russian, uh, you know, appeaser, I guess, or certainly. So I, I think this I think this pressure has been coming uh, f- f- for a while. So it's time, you know, and uh Listen, gas prices are going to go to in California. You're going to be at ten dollars. Oh, right? stop! Do you really think? 
You I think, think you'll be a, I think no, you'll be an eight. I think I we'll think... cap at seven. I think seven, seven, twenty. So, so what is it right now? Five. Well, you can still find places um that are under five dollars, which I hear Arlington, Virginia, we're in competition with. So I hear Arlington, Virginia is same thing, four twenty three, four fifty. Here for higher fours, four eighty three. A lot of the places that are very convenient, like right on the highways, those are over $5. But when you say, is that like regular? That's regular. not premium. That's so regular. how much is like premium? Haven't even looked. I don't get premium. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure way over. I, unfortunately, I have a car that has to take premium. Oh. Although it doesn't really. Can I just stick 89 in and call it a day? <laughs> what a humble brag. I love it. I've got, I've got a vehicle that needs premium. That's most of the cars today. That's not like a humble brag. Buy a Subaru. We got a Subaru. You know what that requires? It runs off vegetable oil, for God's sake. What do you call your Subaru? You have a name for it, right? It's a funny name. Uh, um, Oh, my God. I've heard you. I've heard you say it a few times. When they sold it to us, they called it, um, it's brown, right? It's basically just shit brown, right? But they call it Cinnamon Pearl. Um, oh, I, bet you, I, I don't know. I remember you doing a post about you, you named your Subaru or something. Oh, did we? Whatever. Maybe we did. Anyway, I don't anyway, remember. Uh, so it's a, such a scam because my car actually says 91. Okay. But if you go to any gas station, there's no 91s. It's 87, 89, 93. Because they know now you have to go up to 93. There's no oh, 91s. Okay. It's a scam. It's a total scam. <laughs> I, I don't anyway, know. That's anyway. a good question if you need so, to. So, you know, listen, I think gas prices are going to go through the roof. Inflation is going to continue. I believe last week the inflation was at the highest rate since I think it was 40 years, something like that, the 70s. Uh, wow. You know, listen, it's interesting. You know, there's people, and I don't necessarily believe this, but they're, they're saying, okay, you know, you got Russia invading countries. You got the inflation at the highest rate. Gas prices through the roof. It's like the seventies. All it's Jimmy Carter all over again. Well, could right. be, and and you know, and then you have Bernie Sanders running around like, well, you know, just yelling at oil companies. He talk about a guy that like go away, Bernie Sanders go. Wow. What, what's what's this change? I mean, like five years ago, whatever, maybe it's eight years ago now. He was like beloved. No, he's done nothing. You know, as time goes on, it's turning out he's an ineffective senator. Well, he's an extreme never really had a job in his life. He just whines. Shut up. Like, Being seriously. a senator is a job. Keeping no, that not. job for no, so long. Stop. I, no, I, I mean, a job where you have to really like be an executive and manage things make you know real decisions and I mean, he's been a politician wow. for 40 50 like stop i mean that is anyway, a job. i don't know why i'm on bernie sanders i just you know he pops up here and there and makes these asinine comments um okay wait, no wait let's just go for state of the union i know it was a week ago but what were your thoughts state of the union i gave him a c plus okay. uh you know it's the same old same old you know, I thought his Ukrainian opening 10, 12 minutes was fine. I think he said what he needed to say. He needed to be strong, which he was, uh, although he called the Ukrainians Iranians. But, OK, we'll, we'll give him a pass. He's almost on that. 80. You know, I mean, what are you going to do? Yeah. I thought he looked good. I thought he looked good. Uh, he looked. But then, it, you know, then they, he went right into his progressive, you know, you know, the rich have to pay their fair share and we're going to have all these programs and, you know, who's paying for it, blah, blah, blah. I thought 
and I've heard Democrat, like former Obama, like David Axelrod and several either implied or said directly, he had a chance to pivot away from the progressive agenda that I believe he's tried to impose in the first year. Okay. With the build back better. Okay. Which he didn't mention by name. Instead, it was just more of the same. Like, I honestly think he had a chance, you know, to you know, be strong on Ukraine and Russia. I mean, be strong on Russia with Ukraine and really pivot and say, you know what? This country is, you know, between the 30 yard lines, right? On, a, you know, football, sports. Sure. Uh, metaphor. Okay. We're not operating from zero to 30. And you know what? This is what we're going to do going forward. We're going to be from 30 to 30. Right. You know, Bill Clinton did a similar thing after he got clobbered in the midterms. And um, and, uh, you know, it, it worked. And I think Bill said 40 to 40. The country clearly is more divided now than than it was way, way back then. But uh, he had a chance to pivot. And he did it. And it's just, it's the same old, same old. So wait, wait, wait. You didn't think things like don't defund the police, fund the oh, police. Oh, please. You, okay. you know what? But no, that's crap. Okay. By the way, no, okay. no. You know what? Too late. Now, listen, Biden never himself called for defunding police, but he let the narrative play out. Okay. You don't get to now take, by the way, the three things that resonated the most where we're not going to defund the police, we're going to fund the police. We're going to keep the schools open after your mostly democratic states kept the school closed, schools closed for 18 months, still kept two to five-year-olds in masks, okay? <laughs> right? Like, he, he basically took the Republican talking points over the last 18 months and tried to make him his own. Keep the schools open. Oh, please. Okay, I guess you didn't. Okay. I thought no. it was interesting. He got a big, you know, standing ovation oh, for fund the police. And everyone stood up. And But I, honestly, I actually I mean, listen, I I give thought him that was for, good. I give, him, yeah. I give him credit for acknowledging it. I think P- everybody is there. I, I really... I. I mean, well, maybe Los Angeles County isn't there, but I mean, I think for the most of the country, they are there with fund the police. You know, they, people want training. They want good training. They don't want to be targeted because of the color of their skin, but they want to feel safe in their neighborhoods. And, you know, it's, yeah. I mean, listen, we'll see. We'll see where it goes. So one poll came out and said his approval rating jumped seven points after it, then a Two more came out and said it didn't jump. It jumped only one. I, I don't believe those polls right after. Um, I think, you know, we'll see where they, we'll see, you know, how this Ukrainian Russia uh, situation unfolds and where it ends. We'll see where um, inflation goes, you know, crime, jobs. Yeah, that's uh, going to be pivotal, right? Crime, jobs. Well, and, you know, we always do say this, you know, the stock market is not tied to the president, but the stock market is not doing well, No, <laughs> which no. unfortunately we've argued over the years about this. You know, people, even though they're two separate things dictated by two different things, they, they do get grouped in together. And that's certainly not helping the Biden administration. I mean, it's it's not good. I mean, you had record not that it was going to stay that high, but you had record numbers. You know what amazed me, though, that. 
you know, basically DC's on lockdown still with, uh, you know, kids in mass and everything. Uh, you know, the, everyone on, on the Hill was wearing masks and everything until oh, the day before the State of the Union, no one's wearing masks. You got an 80 year old guy, you know, and the president and, you know, 70 plus year olds and, you know, all hobnob and hugging, kissing, touching each other. Like, stop. Like the whole thing was, I, I, it's been theater for so long. We've said this, it continues to be theater. What Eric Adams is doing in New York, no one has to wear a mask except for two to four years. Why do you think that is, by the way? I've read these articles and I can never get to the why because no, they, they don't have a why. They don't have a why. So it, they have zero why. Do you think Eric Adams is just a, is caving to political pressure? I, I don't get it. Is it the fear from the parents? Because in the articles, it says all the time, the who has never even recommended masks for kids under 11. No. Period. Period. No. The, the who is yeah. never said that kids under 11 should so be masked. All of Europe never went below six years old. So uh, we're the only civilized country, or, or I shouldn't even say civilized. We're the, I believe, we're the only major country uh, who ever mass kids under five. Um, I don't know why I kids. I don't know who you can't ever get to that appeasing. in the. No. You can't get to it in the articles. It's like, okay, oh, so by the why way, Montgomery, Montgomery County is voting today? The, the schools are voting today uh, to. Um, uh, whether they're going to go mask optional. You watch. I bet you Montgomery County. They'll stay county with masks. I live in, no, they're going to not stay with masks. They're going to make it optional. They'll push it out another week or so. And then they'll still make two to four-year-old or two to five-year-olds wear them. Guaranteed. All right. Well, let's see a bet. Let's see. Let's see it next week. I'm, I'm really curious. Right. Yeah, I, I don't get it either. I wonder if Eric Adams is just is getting some political pressure or something. So he's like, OK, from, well, I'm going to cave on that one. I don't know. But from, but Very from weird. Whom? Like, I don't I don't understand. Parents. It. I don't know. Parents. Uh, so listen, yeah. we're almost out of mass, which is fine. People are sick of hearing us talk about them. But wait, um, I wanted to debate with you because you said the Ron DeSantis. I thought Ron DeSantis, he spoke to those college kids. He was he was speaking yeah. somewhere. OK, you'd said that you thought it was not appropriate for DeSantis to tell these college students you can take off the masks. No, I, no what I said was it wasn't his 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 tone was oh. not appropriate. I thought he came across as a petulant child and. Oh, he was a little huffy. OK, I was like, I think huffy. it was fine for him to say yeah, that a little huffy. But all these people saying he bullied those kids. No, no way. And by the way, they're getting all these things. So. The Florida turn the Florida uh, head of health, I forget what his title is. They came out today or yesterday and said they do they no longer recommend healthy children, healthy children, okay. five to eleven, get vaccinated. So everyone's going crazy. CDC recommends it, American Pediatric Association recommends it. However, CDC also came out and uh, I'm sorry, Pfizer came out and said their study of vaccines five to eleven. Are they're completely ineffective preventing the transmission? They've rendered them basically ineffective. I've seen now, that. They still help with potential hospitalizations. But if you're healthy as a seven year old, you're not going to go to the hospital if you get COVID. Right. 99.99%, right. or whatever the number is. So the fact that Florida is saying healthy children don't have to get vaccinated or shouldn't get vaccinated because there's a lot of unknowns with how this is going to impact five to 11 year olds. How is that crazy? Yet they're trying to portray it because it's the Santa's as some radical 
to me, it's almost as radical saying they have to get vaccinated. Yeah. <laughs> like, like if they don't work to prevent transmission, they'll I... work very, you know, they say, they literally said like after two weeks, it's like they weren't even vaccinated or a month. So, so what's the point? I know. What is so, the point? Like, <clears throat> what, what they have to stop is this, you know, because listen, because it's DeSantis, and clearly he's a presidential frontrunner. Sure, the, soul, the the liberal pundits, the liberal media, they go after him no matter what he says, what he does, and and that's fine, you know. It's, yeah, that's it's just part of the job. Okay, it's part. It's part of the. It's part. Of, it's part of the poli- political. Uh, political thing. I want to get to sports betting and some yes. other sports things, Cal- right? Because you were Cal- talking about this. Calvin Ridley, Lana Falcons wide receiver, suspended for the entire to- 2022 year. Okay, give me more. This, give me the whole deal on okay, him. So he bet on one of the betting apps uh, on football, NFL okay. football, and he bet on his own team to win. One absolutely cannot bet on your own sport. Certainly cannot bet your own team. I mean, it doesn't matter. You know, either way, he would have been suspended. Okay. There's people out there saying, "Oh, you know, you've had you know Ray Lewis, you know, beat his girlfriend up. You've had this person do that. You've had this person do that." Well, and their suspension was only six games or three games or whatever. Told you know, it's, it's comparing apples and oranges. Individual actions, the NFL cannot control. Okay, these are cr- these are criminal, in some cases, actions by these NFL players. Okay, they were e- they were either punished through the criminal system or the judicial system, I should say, and they were also punished to some degree by the NFL. But they're one-offs. Okay, right? you cannot have a player putting the integrity of the sport in jeopardy. Okay, now listen. The NFL got in bed with the with the online gamblings. You knew this because this potential was there, but it is it is drilled into these players' heads from college, probably from okay. high school, maybe. Cannot bet on your own sport. Cannot bet on your sport. Cannot bet on your sport. I think he deserves the full suspension. There's no excuse for him. He wagered fifteen hundred dollars on the Falcons to win. Oh. How, like, what is your like? You know, you cannot bet on your God, own. God, that's so you not just, worth it. Yeah. He could by the way, he's allowed to bet on other things. He could have bet on NBA, NBA game. He okay. could have bet on a soccer game. He could have bet on golf, whatever. What are you doing? I... So she's suspended for the rest of the year. Maybe more. Listen, I think the NFL had to come out strong on this. You cannot have the integrity of the of the these games question. I mean, Pete Rose, you know, now granted he was a manager. He's suspended for life, no Hall of Fame, nothing. Yeah, so, yeah, they take it very seriously. Want, I mean, uh, yeah, listen, he could have been suspended for life. This guy, so uh, I don't. Think so end of the season, yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's out for twenty twenty two, and uh, you know, I don't, I, I don't know the background how they found out or how it was reported or any of that stuff, but. Um, yeah. So talk to me about Carly Lloyd. Obviously, you know, you follow uh, soccer, you follow the women's national team. Sounds like she's doing some interviews. She's got a big interview that's going to drop on Hope Solo's podcast tomorrow. We're essentially. Yeah. Well, we, and we've seen excerpts already, right? Those yes. The last four or five, six days. Right. And it sounds like the culture became very, very toxic there. Now, 
I don't know. She doesn't. Re- she kind of gets into it, but she doesn't. I mean, I'm curious if she's yeah. going to really. I guess the whole premise is everybody sort of became out for themselves with all these endorsements. Yeah, I think she said after like 2018, it was 2017, 2018. Uh, so Hope obviously, in my opinion, the greatest goal, goalkeeper in U.S. history, and that includes men. Right. I mean, I think if you look at what she did in her sport versus probably what Tim Howard did on the men's side, I would say Hope Solo is probably more accomplished. You know, obviously, Tim, you know, physically was, you know, you know uh, different. But uh, so she was run out of the team for, for a few things. She, she spoke out against the head coach. Uh, I said it way back then that if a man had said that, criticized his coaches, no way he would have been suspended. I mean, people forget, I forget what World Cup it was, but Hope Solo had not been scored upon the entire World Cup. They're in the finals against Brazil, and he puts Brianna Scurry back in to start. She gives up four goals, loses. Hope Solo spoke out. What do you want her to do? She should have spoke out. Coach should have been fired immediately. She should have been fired at halftime, right? Now, she had some off-the-field Stop. She's right over the years, right? Some antics, but, yeah. But so is other other athletes. Yeah, that's I mean, common. The men's team, like they, they're not saints, so somehow women are treated differently. And then I think at some point, and I, you're right. Carly didn't elaborate on what she was meaning. I believe what she was said. My opinion of it is, the culture changed when it became about politics. Right. I think that's right? what they're getting at. I think yeah. that's where she was going. Yeah, that's the where kneeling, they're going. The kneeling, the, the turning their back to the flag, the, you know, the locker room culture, according to Carly Lloyd, became, and these are her words, untenable. She said that she hated going to practice. Yeah. She hated being part of the group. Um. I, you know, listen, I don't know exactly what she was referring to. She may have to give some clarity on that once the podcast drops. Maybe she will once once we hear the, the entire well, interview. I think your speculation is kind of what everybody else is saying online. That's what they feel, too. Yeah, I, but I, I was actually talking to somebody about this who knows women's soccer real well. I don't think I don't think she's referring to, like, the LGBTQ stuff or any of that stuff. I think it was more the, the politics of... Uh, the, 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 I think it became like two camps. Well, it's, think, again, it sounds like, um, uh, Megan Rapino and like, Alex- let's just, like, I think Carly Lloyd's mindset, let's just go play. We don't owe, you know, listen, we're, we're here to play. We're paid to play, go play, right? Let's be a team and play where, and, and listen, you could argue, Carly's right. And you could also argue that, listen, you play for the U.S. national team and you have an obligation if you don't feel something's you know, right in America or at least you could speak out. Now, did it make its way onto the field? Then that's the problem. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's but yeah. off the field. You know, everyone has their you know, right to, to speak up. And certainly Rapino did. And listen, you know, there's no debating that I think. <clears throat> what some of those players have done recently settling with us soccer to get equal pay was the right thing. Some of the political stuff on the field, 
Well, it sounds like it goes beyond that. It sounds like, uh, you know, from, you know, if you're reading between the lines and you're reading what other people said is like Megan Rapinoe and Alex Morgan were almost bullies if you weren't, you know, I guess, believing what they wanted you to believe is kind of what I kind of get at. I don't know. Yeah. Well, it'll be interesting. I'm going to listen to it. It'll be interesting to see yeah. the full context of full context of it. Um, We only have a few minutes left, but I'm also curious, you were tweeting this week, and it does seem like a disaster. Sports betting and D.C. and and Maryland. So, uh, Well, D.C. is an absolute nightmare. Yeah, and in fact, the D.C. lottery basically admitted this week that Interlock, they're at... Intralot. Intralot, thank you. Intralot. You you talk about, I mean, it's it's a real mess, and they actually said they lost... but but here's the thing. So several articles, several several reporters in D.C. were talking about. So on Super Bowl Sunday, the system went down. Okay, and D.C. potentially lost millions of dollars because you couldn't bet on the Super Bowl. Okay, but that's not the root of the problem. The root of the problem is that way back when, and we've said this, we've reported it in Fox Five. I've been very vocal about it. DC chose, as they normally do, an inside, not, you know, there was reports on this. I believe one of the council members actually resigned because of it or didn't run for re-election because of it. Um, I think it was, is it Evans? Does that sound right? Uh, Former okay, council good. member. Anyway, uh, I apologize to an Evans if it wasn't you. But uh, they basically chose an inside somehow somebody knew somebody and they went with this company Intralot, a Euro, I believe it's a European company <clears throat> to, to be the only exclusive online portal for sports betting in DC. Huge mistake, huge, right? Look what Virginia did all kinds of competition readily available. People can download different apps, whether it's FanDuel, DraftKings, points, bets, uh, you know, MGM, Caesars, on and on. And yet you hear you have DC with something called Gambit, which is, by the way, the worst name possible. They probably wanted to call it Gambit and, or Game Bet, and they couldn't because they didn't own it or get something. it cleared. So it's called Gambit. And it's terrible. It's terrible. It, listen, there was some speculation in, in some of the press that they purposely, purposely, cut it off on Super Bowl Sunday because they couldn't cover the payouts if they lost big. Oh, wow. Sunday. Oh, I didn't hear now, that theory. Now, wow. Yeah, there was some of that speculating out there in the Twitterverse, right? Wow. That, so it's just been a disaster. And of course, the, going back, right? I mean, a couple of years ago, didn't the Washington Post do a big expose yes. on on yeah. basically all the so, people that listen, were... I, I believe the Post, um, the Washingtonian, DCS. The local stations all question this right out of the gate. Yeah, there was uh, a lot of shady connections of yeah, how this I didn't came want to about. Use that word because I do think it was investigated. But oh, I do okay. think there well. was formal counsel. I think it was the chair of the council that had a connection. He, he didn't run again. I think there was a connection with somebody who used to work for Bowser, um, and that's fine as long as it's up and run. But to, the fact that they made the decision to only go with one. Maryland's a completely different story. Maryland voted in sp- online sports betting or sports betting in, in, in whether it's uh, in a brick and mortar location or online, November of uh, 20. 
Only some of the brick and mortars are up and running. The online is still nowhere. The fact that it's, they went through an entire football season with no online betting and it's still not up and running. It's going to miss March Madness again. It's a disaster. It's an embarrassment. Wow. The fact that Maryland can't get their act together and get this thing up and running, losing millions of dollars worth of tax. Yeah, that's what's shocking. Uh, and you know what? It's just another example of just ineptness. Like the governor's been vocal about I don't. And again, I don't know if it's the gaming commission, the lottery commission, because it's obviously going to be under the lottery. Uh, just 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 terrible. Just terrible. Yeah, it's so, anyway. it's crazy. Um, all right, I know we have limited time today. I wanted yeah. to see if you're watching the HBO Winning Time about Magic Johnson I and am not. Jerry Buss. I'm going to try to – no, I'm not going to watch it. So we actually just finished Young Wallander. Oh, what's that? Very good. Okay. Uh, it's a British investigator. Apparently there was a series called Wallander from 2008. Kenneth Branagh played the lead. Okay. And uh, this is the prequel called Young Wallander. So we haven't watched the other one yet. We watched The Young Wilder. Very good. We liked it. Now we moved on to Pieces of Her. Okay. I which, feel like I heard of that. Which is number one on Netflix. It's, uh, I can't remember her name, but she's, she her daughter lives in the guest house. They're in a diner. Um, guy comes in to shoot somebody they're talking to, an ex-girlfriend. And she gets stabbed in the hand and like does something like a ninja move or something, right? Okay. So now like there's all this backstory, like it looks like she was either former like CIA or an assassin. Or, we don't know the whole story yet because we're only through two episodes. Okay. Very, very good, yeah. Okay, got it. All right, well, we'll be back next week. We'll have more to talk about. Yeah. Uh, where do people follow you? Patrick GM, Fox 5 DC. All right, Patrick, we'll see you then. Enjoy that lovely weather, Sarah. <laughs> I will, I will. Right, see ya. She is, she's Sarah Frazier, brought to you by Fox. I said, she still has the key card and they never change the locks. So here she is, she's Sarah Frazier, brought to you by Fox. Let's go. She still has the key card. She still has the key card. She still has the key card and they never change the locks. She still has the key card.